hey, hey. Hi. Welcome back to the live edition of this Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Live. 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 We're living it. That's for sure. Living How you it. doing, Chad? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm Kevin. He's Chad. We're the hosts of this lovely show. And if you're on this live broadcast, sorry that you got to, you know, look at our ugly mugs. But if you're not looking at them, good for you. We yeah. have great voices for podcasting. I was told that at that NATA convention we were at last weekend. By who? I don't know. Somebody random. Like when we were walking around being like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? I'm like, we do a podcast called Canon Athletic Training. And it was a young athletic trainer. And she goes, you sound like you have a voice for podcasting. And I said, definitely not a face. I agree that you have a sultriness. <laughs> sultry. Whoa. Sultry. Um, well, we took last Welcome. week off. I'm we excited did. to be here. I feel like we haven't done this in a long time. It's uh, been a minute. We are going to do this. Tonight's going to be kind of an NATA wrap-up edition. We're going to try and do all things uh, NATA, Indie. Yeah. Um, For those of, the, of you that didn't go, yeah, we did go. We had a great meetup. Um, and I would say, you know, we'll Meet give you our skate. insight of what we thought about the convention. Hmm. Mm. Who do we got on the podcast? Uh, we've got some live streamers, so welcome Thank to you. all. Uh, looks like Ed's here, Megan's here, Kevin's here. Um, love the live streamers. Love the members. And maybe you're listening to this for the first time. Or maybe. maybe you're going to join it's your first time. Um, so we like new people too. Fresh ideas. So, Fresh uh, faces. You know what? We're going to do that. I, we haven't we <laughs> done one of these on the live stream in a while. You wow. haven't. That was legit. That, I was think. Pretty, that was like the prototypical opening <laughs> of a can. What are you drinking over there, Chad? Just a Sprite. Just a Sprite. They look. It looks like they went to a little more old school of a can. I feel like they've toned down what the can looks like. Might be a throwback jam. Just might be. LeBron James asked for a throwback jam. Is he still a sponsor? Or are they still sponsoring LeBron? Him? Is he still doing Sprite commercials? I feel like he was doing a lot of Sprite commercials thought, when he was a young lad. I thought it was still Grant Hill. Ooh, Grant Hill. Man. God. What the, career, the career that could have happened. Was he really that good? Yeah, he was pretty good. I kind of feel the same way about my athletic training career. <laughs> what could have been <laughs> if, you, if I just if you didn't were get that, better at my job? If you didn't get that fatal, I mean, finger injury. injury. <laughs> what I mean, we've we've kind of talked about this. What would be the most? What would the most fatal athletic training injury, other than obviously death? Like, is there an that. injury that you think would be the most debilitating? I'd have to say. I mean. I feel like it's something with the back. I mean, if you were dealing with like a herniated disc or like constant low back spasms. I don't know. I think my hands, something with my hands or fingers. I keep thinking if I. No, for sure. I use my hands 90% of my day, but standing over a table, moving things, writing. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, my, my head goes to the back because a lot of my patients are low back complaints. And I literally, the last patient I, was treating tonight had like back spasms like started last last night bent over to like pick something up to throw it in the garbage and ah, locked up on her and so you know walking through that i mean like she could barely move 
you know, it was like every effort to just get into the clinic. Like, I feel like dealing with anything that you have to deal with the athletic trainer, that back being blown out. Mm-mm. The breathing. I mean, like that, that being said, usually that is temporary. You know, if I lost my hand, like I think Fourth of July is coming up. Be careful, people. There's firework yeah, injuries seriously. every year. I went to a kid. I went to went to grade school with a kid that blew off like right. most of his fingers. Yeah, because he was lighting off fireworks. Don't do that. It was all all for a good cause. He was lighting off fireworks, and then his dog got too close, and so he like went to save the dog. But he lost some fingers. Mm. Oh goodness. What else you got? Um, nothing. Honestly, just happy to be back doing this. Uh, I feel migraine. Maybe a constant migraine would suck as an athletic trainer. Yeah, that would suck. Um, I feel a little rejuvenated. I well, and we can we can cover this. Yeah. In the the feature topic, we can. But I felt loved. Love. I felt like. The people that were there, I I don't know. It just, well, you know, we'll cover it later. Sure. Uh, So let's thank a couple people. Let's thank if you want the official sponsor of Canada Athletic Training. Those guys again. Healthy roster had the decked out booth. I thought they did a nice job. Um, So check them out. They just uh, launched 2.0, healthyroster.com. Make sure you check them out. They've got some pretty sweet updates. I think what they're doing, clearly they're the best in um, the, the biz. biz. The biz. So if you are using any other EMR, you're using an inferior product. I'm sorry. Uh, but you should contact them and see what it's going to take to get the best because it's probably worth it. They're trying to save time and money uh, for you. I feel like a lot of people are going to their booth too. So I'm, I'm glad they were, yeah, they were busy. Was, yeah, it was good. They're busy. So uh, thanks to Healthy Roster. Uh, don't forget 10% off anything at Smart Tools using the code CANDID10. Smart Tools, yeah. Yep. And 20% off Human Connects using the code CANDIDCEU. 30% off using the code CANDIDBAR for our bar. Uh, we have to give away we do. more bars, so we, we got to do that. And then um, also Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. So... Uh, discounted rates on anybody that is a candid athletic training member, you can get arguably the lowest, probably the lowest uh, professional liability insurance price that you can find. Actually, that's not even probably. We talked to some other uh, organizations at the conference that said, well, what's the price that you can offer? And I told them and they're like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, it's so true. So uh, make sure you check that out. Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. So, uh, I got nothing. If you got something, otherwise we can just. I got a kinda, podcast. All right, let's do some shenanigans. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, let's fat it up. Let's do a fat. Okay. So this is going to be a little strange. Again, we're trying to so do uh, uh, NATA wrap up here. So we're like, oh, how can we, how can we bring the, the NATA in here? We've, we're, we were in Indy. So let's do the, the two professional teams in Indy's mascots. 
let's debate whether a Colt or a Pacer would make a better athletic trainer. Go Indy. Did you like Indy, first off? Did you yeah, like the city? it was great, actually. I, I liked where the convention center was. There was a lot to do around that area. I kind of wish... I mean, I heard there's a lot of cool stuff in Indy. I think your family went to, like, the Kids uh, Museum. Yeah, I heard that um, was really, really awesome. I heard there's, like, awesome parks that, like, you know, just to go hang out in, in a van down by the river. Um, <laughs> even, like, those, like, that whole, like, monument circle or whatever. I was When I was driving out, I kind of took a little detour, and I kind of went through downtown a little bit just to see what it looked like. Um, it seemed pretty cool. Seemed like a like a great area to like be in. Now, I don't know if like at all times at night it was a great area to be in, but I felt okay. Heard there were some sketch spots. Sure. But what downtown doesn't have stuff like that? Well, there was a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars. Kevin Joyce, the cigar bars were awesome. Yeah, uh, I actually yeah, Kev. I liked it more than I liked Philly. I will say that. Uh the city. Yeah. Um so I thought everything, yeah, it was just, I don't know, I guess maybe more Midwest, my style. So, uh, okay. Yeah. A Colt versus a Pacer. And the, the, the obvious question is, what the hell is a Pacer? And Riley uh, yeah, White, thanks us. for joining us, said, uh, a Pacer is a playoff, the Indy 500 pace car. So it is a, a Pacer. Uh, maybe it's a pacemaker. I'm just kidding. Ooh. A pacer is that? Would you ever call it a pacer? My pacer acting up. My, my pacer be my <laughs> pacer be off. Um. Okay. Have you ever heard of the pacer test? I have the beep test. The, beep the pacer test. test. Uh, I also thought of that so you could go in any direction with this. Well, I am assuming that it is a playoff of the okay. Indy Indy 500. It's I mean, a machine. Let's let's just be honest that. That city lives and breathes that Indy 500. And, I mean, so I'm, if I'm going to go off the car versus a Colt, yeah. which is a horse. Oh, But Ed said it's a young one, no experience. It is, it is a young Pretty one. Pretty young. But it's got the energy. Can stay up all night, wake up early. Well, maybe not wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a real stiff, you know, Main, main, um, back leg. <laughs> I was going to ask you, NBA fan over here, the Indiana Pacer mascot is a what? Like not it's a pacer. A yellow bear. Think. You think it, you it's think yellow. It's a yellow bear? I don't. Did you look it up? We did. Oh shit. Do you know, um, do you know the name of the mascot? Uh, no. Boomer. Okay. I have been to a I have been to a game there. Oh really? Yes. How's that arena? It was fine. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Um we went down for a trip with the baseball team and one from when I interned with the Bucks. Uh somebody was down in Indiana, yeah. Indianapolis and they just gotcha. got it. they they got us in there. It looks like Boomer is a 6 foot tall energetic cat. Sometimes called the Pacers Panther. There was also Bowser. Bowser was a former mascot in canine form. And I remember worked, that one. Worked in tandem with Boomer. The, the duo was broke broken up when Bowser was retired. 
during the 2009-2010 season after eight years in the business. Was it after the Alice in the Palace? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe he got involved in it. Jerome O'Neill. Jermaine O'Neill, sorry. Jermaine O'Neill. Sucker punched him. Meta World Peace. (laughs) What is that? Major League Two where the mascot gets involved in the fight too? Oh, yeah. Um, is that wait? Is that Major League Two? Yeah, yeah Major probably. League Two. Yeah. Is yeah, yeah. They, they fight themselves. Like now, if I'm going off a pace car, a pace car is generally a pretty fast sports type car. Generally, uh, I'm going to call it a two door car. I bet two door, not very athletic training trainer friendly. But slow and steady though sometimes win the race. Ooh, those things have to be hauling. But I mean, compared to the uh, the real vehicles, the pace car is yeah. you're setting the pace. Doesn't that mean it's slow and steady? Kinda. It's more like imagine driving your car at the absolute limit while all these cars behind it are like, yeah, can you get out of the way already? Yeah. Like the pace, the pace car generally is moving at a pretty good clip. It just doesn't look like look like it because the actual race cars are like, hey, we want to go 50 miles an hour faster than you're going right now. I would say... Gosh. You can carry... Well, I don't know. Like, depending... If it's a typical pace car, being a sports car, they usually have small trunks. Not a lot of room in the cabin. But it's not like a horse has any more. No. Well, I think you brought up a good point about the Colt. It's going to be energetic. It um, It's agile, though. I mean, all-terrain vehicle would be a... I mean, a horse is pretty freaking all-terrain. <laughs> Sleep standing up. It's going to take a lot of restroom breaks. A lot of... But they... Wherever you want. Horses poop and pee wherever they want. See you. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> Lots of grazing. Sounds like us. Yeah. Snacks. Oh. Oh. Do we have a new snack? What do you got in that bag? Picked this up on the way home from Indy. Jesus Christ. Where did you find this? Uh, At a Cracker Barrel. At a Cracker Barrel. Folks, while we're doing this lovely fat, we're about to eat. Fat. Oh, yeah, we are doing Sour Patch Popcorn. What was the? Oh, we had Sour Patch Ice Cream. Yeah. Had I've, sour, had, I've had Sour Patch, patch we've had different Sour Patch uh, popcorn before. From, what? Um, down in Florida, last oh, time I went to Florida. But it wasn't like Sour Patch brand, was it? It was like another company. No, I think it is. Yeah. This is delicious. This I'm, is just the right amount of sweetness. Like the other ones from the Florida company is like overpoweringly like you can only have like a handful and you're done. That this, is strange. This is pretty legit. It's almost got like a vanilla. Yeah. And then Sour Patch. I mean, it sounds gross. Who would have thought popcorn and sugar? When all you do is put salt on a pop, on popcorn. The people listening to this in the audio form are like, what is going on? We're just, um, we're just really trying a new, uh, Sour Patch Kids popcorn that we found at Cracker Barrel. You know, I just figured out the worst part of it, though. What's your the fingers? Oh, yeah. The residue but, on your fingers? But that's popcorn, right? You're always going to get residue on your fingers. What's the worst thing about popcorn? In Seeds general? stuck in your... Oh. No. I've already gotten, like, gummy 
kind of stuck in my tooth. So now I got, I got two things trying to get stuck in my teeth. I'm not shopping though. <laughs> it's legit kind of good. I think I just love popcorn. I do too. I know there's the AT Ice Cream Club. I might be the president of the AT Popcorn Club. Actually, I'm, it's not even close. I am the president of the AT Popcorn. I might actually start that Twitter account if it's not out there. I do love ice cream though too. There's nights I do both. And I'm not ashamed. Okay. So the Colt. You have ice cream and popcorn together? No, I'll have popcorn and then I'll finish off the night with some ice cream. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. It's not embarrassing at all. Um, so a cult in general, good work ethic, uh, bred to do one thing. That's true. Just if you're an AT, you're bred to do it. It's in your blood. It's your, your it's just there. You know what? A pace car is usually like a car in disguise, meaning it's a Chevy Camaro. Riley said the one in for Indy is a Corvette. Is it always a Corvette? I think that's what she said. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, a Chevy Corvette. It's usually High performance version with all these stickers on it. It's like a little bit showboaty. It's a little showboaty of a of a car. Is it good under pressure? Yeah. Can it multitask? Probably not. Probably not. Um does one thing. Drives fast. Where the Colt can do many things. A Colt really can do many things, but is young. Young and experienced. Which doesn't mean mean it's bad. It you can be a natural. You can be a you natural. Were. Absolutely not. You were top of the food chain right when you got out of school. They were so desperate. <laughs> Somebody please work baseball for us. I'll do it. I'll eat the poop. <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> what I eat the, I'll like, eat the cat poop. You know, I'll do it. I'll eat the cat If poop. I eat one piece of steak, <laughs> or if I eat one piece of, what is it? If I eat one piece of poop, will you give me a steak? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, what are we missing here? Um, how about w- working in all conditions? Do they stop the race? Oh yeah, I'm sure they would. Would you race a pace car in the snow? No, not at all. In the rain? Yeah, put some rain tires like slick. Uh, not the heat, the heat is probably okay. Yeah. What now? What about the colt? Will the cult work in the winter? Oh, yeah. In the rain? Probably. In the heat? Yeah. Might lay down for a little bit. This <laughs> kind of sounds nice. Could you imagine Could you imagine if you're just covering something, you like, all right, I'm going to just lay down for a little bit. I will say, I bet Colts. <laughs> Kyle, can the pace car turn right? Absolutely not. <laughs> not an energy pace car. Now, a Colt. <laughs> oh, it's also a gun. Boom boom. How about pew a, pew. How about a Colt forty five? <laughs> Billy D. Colt forty five. So a Colt is a male horse, usually below the age of four years. Oh, we just cut out half the athletic trainers if it's strictly a male. What I was trying to figure out is if like it's a not, Colt not gender friendly. A Colt is only a certain type of horse. 
But it looks like it's just a, it's any horse. It's a male horse. It's a male horse. Because the mare, the mare is the female. Correct. Right? Yeah. So she. Well, I was just wondering if like, is a colt only like a. Like a. A racehorse. Arabian. Right. Yeah. A Clydesdale. You do. You've done your crosswords. Fast horse. Arabian? Um. I'm going to go Colt. You are. Yeah. I'm a big car guy, fool. You are a big car guy. That's why I, I was surprised. Um, I just think that there's a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more multitasking. Yeah, I think I will also go with. Where do you think? Where do you think? If you're on the live stream, let us know what you would vote. Yeah, would you please. vote for a Colt or Colt? would you vote for a Pacer? I as the better AT. I want to know where these are going to end up on the fat bracket. If well, they, if they right make corner. it, I know, but like, are they going to make it? Double digits, for sure. Double digits. Last week we have a, uh, I think we had a one seed for sure, right? Is that what we said last week? Like, well, two weeks ago, but like, the oh, last, the waffle, last waffle fry is for sure going to be the number one seed in the in this bracket. I can't. I, think I have it's a hard a really time. Great chance. One or two seed. Uh, Megan says she's going a pacer. All right. She wants the machine, Arr. the slow and steady. Arr. Always gets the job done. Have you ever seen a, a pace car fail? Yes. You have? What do they do? What happens if the pace car is just like... Try to drive off in shame. Seriously, it's like one of the worst. Do things. they like have to bring in like a... It's almost like a WWE match when the referee gets hurt. They have to like have the other fake referee run down and take take over? Basically. And then during COVID, they just had virtual pace cars like in other... What like the hell does that F1, mean? In F1. Oh. It just literally was like, um, the pace car classically was like, so that nobody, none of the racers would like try to edge out somebody before the race started. Like they have a warm up lap, lap right? Mm-hmm. You have to stay behind them and stay yeah. in formation. And like that guy's hauling ass, but now at least we're not a cold start. But then, so that nobody was like, I'm just going to go, right? Hmm. And then it basically turned into a glorified just like ref, kind of. Like, everybody slow down. Like, there's a crash on the course or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then they just had flags. And then there's so many. Now, everybody's talking on walkie-talkies and like, there's so much communication between the car or the driver and the, the, the pit. Like, they don't really need that car. It's just kind of like a formality now, if you ask me. Sure. Somebody might know more about racing than I do, but I'm not stopping eating these. Like, I don't, like, I don't know why. They're a little, it's a little too sweet for me. Yeah. We got anybody else? Uh, no. No, I think we're good. All right. Uh, you want to do our top five or our FMK? Top five. I haven't done it. We forever. haven't done it in a while. So thank you to everybody who took it ahead of time in April, and then we were just stopping people in Indianapolis, being like, "Hey, fill the survey out for us so we can do this bit on our show." <laughs> so thanks to everybody who we annoyed uh, and filled it out at the convention. We appreciate it. It actually gives us some good content. I actually really think this is a a, a really fun segment that we do. One of my favorites. I think it's how we're going to start when we go to the convention next year. We're just going to get hundreds, hundreds well, of these done. 
when we were walking around with that QR code, I mean, think of how many people we met. I know. How many people we probably wouldn't have met. That's all we'll do next year. I think it was great. Um, Okay. We polled roughly 100 people. I think it turned out to be 107 because I forgot to cut it off at 100. And I realized, oh, we're at 107. I should shut this down. That's fine. So we pulled pulled 107 athletic trainers, Kevin. And we asked them, what is your... What's the total weight of your kit when filled? Mm. A fully stacked kit, how much does it weigh? Your okay. kit, fully stacked, how much does it weigh? And I'm not going to lie, I wish every top five was like the, these kind of results. It was super competitive. Really? Yeah. This was really fun. I'm guessing some people actually weighed their kits. Well, one person we ran into, they're like, oh, I know exactly because I just got on the plane and blah, 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 blah. I mean, friend or foe, bring in your your kit to uh, the convention. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're going to get a bunch of free stuff and stock it up. But then it's empty. It's already full. There's no more room for it. What do you mean? If your kit is fully stacked, you cannot put any more freebies in a fully stacked kit. That's true. Friend or foe, bring a fully (laughs) stocked kit. That would be a foe. Yeah. That would be definitely a foe. Because then you're just going home with a Gatorade bag full of crap. All right. Fully stocked kit. 27 pounds. Okay. 47 pounds. I'm going to just let you in a little secret. Mm. None of them end in the seven, buddy. Dang it. (laughs) I thought people were getting exact. Yeah, no, they weren't. Then I'm going to go... One person did. I'll tell you what. One person... We'll go 20 I, this pounds. Didn't, didn't, this didn't crack it, but somebody said 48.6 pounds. Yeah, that was that was from the airport, for sure. 55 pounds. 55. Mm-hmm. You know that one? And... You know what I'm going with that, I right? I can't drive. 55. That? You listen to the fantasy footballers, don't you? I have. Yeah. Anytime they use the number fifty-five, yeah. they play that. Yeah. They do. Fifty-five. They say it all the time too. They they work it into every show on purpose. Oh yeah, a nice fifty-five yard run. And I'm gonna go sixty-nine because mm. I can't help myself. Twenty-seven, forty-seven, twenty, fifty-five, sixty-nine. So I'm a Set. child. Hey. Oh, we did have one person say 69. 69. I think it was just one, though. Well, yeah. that, that could be in the top five. All right. It's not. Dang it. All right. Your top five. Your fully stocked kit weighs. Yeah. 10 people. Oh, so here were the results. First place had 15 people. Second place had 13. Okay. Thir- and then went it went 15, 13, 12, 11, 10. Wow. So first to fifth was separated by five. Wow. And not to mention there was at least that well, was like half more than half of the responses were these. I mean these top five. Twenty one, thirty three, forty six, fifty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So like clearly there's some now. What's the weight difference between first place and we'll get there. fifth place? Oh, okay. So, in fifth place, uh, 10 FI trainers said 35 pounds. Oh. In fourth, fourth place, uh, 11 people said 20 pounds. 
Third place, 12 people said 30. Mm-hmm. Second place, 13 people said 40. Mm-hmm. And then in first place, 15 people said 25 pounds. Oh. So, so 40 we had, was the highest? We had 20, 25, 30, 35, and 40 all made the wow. like that sweet spot. So between 20 and 40 pounds, that's what 50% of the people said. So when you are preparing for your next athletic training season, your off-season training needs to be carrying around 20 to 40 pounds. Pound dumbbell. Sport specificity. Yeah. Functional training. Functional training for athletic trainers. Carry stuff. Grab some 20s. Grab some 40s. Grab. Well, grab I guess, a, yeah. Grab some sort of bag. Stuff it with dumbbells and carry it around. Fumble, you ever just use your kit? As a, would you ever just use your kit for God, no. a workout? Why not? I don't know. They're usually pretty awkwardly shaped to do things like... Exercise wise, got handles. Just yeah, I know. But like, can you imagine doing a kettlebell swing with a big kit? You gotta go real wide with those legs. Well, could you imagine? Like, do you remember my bench kit from when I was in pro ball? What those looked like? It looked kind of like a gray, like tackle box. Sure. Some if like if that thing struck the wrong part. Well, no, like like let's say I was doing a kettlebell swing with it, and that handle came off, and then it flew in the air. And then that the door opened and everything shot out of it or broke. Ooh, that'd be a bad day. Tough times. What's is it? What's worse, spilling your kit or spilling a Gatorade cooler? Oh, I wasn't even thinking Gatorade cooler, but okay, cool. Let's put that up on the social media. I like That's it. a good one. Oh God, spilling a Gatorade. Go cooler. to go to Twitter, candid underscore atc. That that would be the handle at candid underscore atc. You know what I find funny is when there's so many people, let's say I'm only because I'm staring at it, right? There's an ultra slide, you know, a slide board right in front of us. And let's say we were we had the the inventor of the ultra slide on the podcast and be like, "Oh, like what, yeah, right? what? what's worse to spill, it, your kit or a cooler?" Uh, uh, make it make it a Gatorade like well, a Gatorade. I don't wanna, Gatorade's not a sponsor. Sports drink. Like Cooler. I I want I want there to be sugar and stickiness involved in this. All right, sports drink. Cooler. Whenever somebody's on a podcast and they're like, "Oh, like so, where can everybody find you?" And they say, "Oh, well, my my Twitter is at you know Ultra Slide, and then my Instagram is at Ultra underscore Slide, and then you can email us at ultraslide dot com." Like, I what I always wonder is. I never use anybody's handle. I just search the person or I just search the company and it comes up. Yeah. Like when was the last time you legitimately, when was the last time you typed in www, whatever website you're going to, dot com? Probably today. Really? You typed www. No. You typed whatever.com. Like smarttoolsplus.com. I might have typed in nata.org .org today because I was just doing some CEUs. I don't. I honestly can't remember the last time that I actually did the whole .com. Maybe not. I usually just type in whatever I'm trying to find, whatever website. Even if I did Candid Athletic Training, I would just Google Candid Athletic Training. And then it pops up. Yeah. Or if I'm looking for something on social media, 
Huh. Candid underscore ATC. I'm just going to type in Candid Athletic Training. Search. There it is. It's kind of weird. Handles. And I know there's a lot of John Smiths out there. And so there needs to be different forms. And The best is when there's like, you're like scrolling through John Smith 1, John Smith Seriously. 4, John Smith 7. And you know that 1 through 242 are probably not even real people. Oh, Ed hasn't written in three years. WWW. Yeah. I'd like to know, what was it? Could you imagine if you actually could remember the last time you did it? Like July no, 29th. On July. 2018. 2018, I typed in www. I mean, some people. Candid Athletic Training. Some people can do that. The memories. Some people can. Oh, you want to know what I started watching? What? I, I don't know where this came from. Was it while you were driving back from the convention? No, we started. We started while we were down there, mm-hmm. and we are continuing. Mm-hmm. It's a very well-known mm-hmm. little movie. Little movie. Um, little movie. Little movie. Well-known little movie. Well-known little <laughs> called movie. Jurassic Park. Ah, that away. <laughs> that a boy. For the it first time, up. I'm watching it for the first time. I'm halfway through. It holds up. Two nights to get halfway through a movie. How about that? That makes sense. That's the Hedenberry way. <laughs> so now I know who Dr. Grant is. Thanks, Fat Bracket. Not a way. I also saw the Flash movie this weekend. Did you? Yeah. And, I mean, just give me a rating. What's your Rotten Tomatoes? Seven. Okay. I, I thought it was just a good. I thought it was a decent movie. Worth it. Yeah, a, a solid movie. Okay. Um, not great. Okay. Better than most of the DC stuff. All right. All right. The action was incredibly good. The cool. action sequences were very good. Who the story, the plot, it? the story, the plot was eh. Yeah. And I can see why some people would have some issues with it, but as just a. Did I like this movie? Yeah, I did. I is thought it, it was cool. Is it origin like? Or is yeah, it a little continuation. A little bit. It's okay. it's a little bit of it's a lot of flashback story. Gotcha. It's a it's a time travel movie. Yeah. Flash origin, time travel, slash multiverse. Gotcha. Um Are we like It didn't do anything to solve their continuity? Yeah. Issue though, <laughs> it actually ask. almost made it worse. Okay, uh, but whatever. Is there another Batman? <laughs> Is there yes. Like a fourth over there. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't spoil it. I will just I say, won't. I'll just say. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of the trailers. I have not. No. Oh, then I won't spoil anything. I. I'll I was just, actually just talking to one of my patients today. <laughs> I try to not watch too many trailers. I, 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 I love trailers at the theater. Like sure. I will hold my piss yeah. and not mute. You like want to know what's coming up, but. I love movie But you won't trailers. watch it on your phone? But I don't like watching them on my phone. Why? I don't know. Oh, I, I love it. I think it's because there, there's always like seven different ones. Sure. And I just, You're like, which version trailer is this? Yeah. And I kind of just like going into the movie a little unknowing. Sure. Well, I like discovering it. Then, I also, I don't like trailers that are, like, super long with, like, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Just watch the entire movie. 
I'm that guy. Well, I just saw the movie. Why do I need to go see that? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not I'm not that guy. I'm um, totally going to go see the movie. Is Flash a must-see in the theater? Uh, somebody else asked me that, and I, I'm of the... The action looked really cool on the big screen. Like, the action sequences were really well done, I thought. Um... So in that respect, yeah, seeing it on the big screen would be cool. Yeah. However, spending twenty dollars on a mm. movie that you didn't necessarily love the story, maybe, yeah. I, and I was fine with it. I didn't. Okay. It wasn't the best story I ever. Okay. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. It was a. It was a good story, and I. I thought they did a really good job with the action sequences, and there was enough times where I actually laughed out loud. I was like, oh, <clears throat> I wasn't expecting that. Did you go LOL? That yeah. Nice. Typed it on my phone. <laughs> Held it up. Can I ask you, does it give it away if I if I you tell me who the the main antagonist is in the movie? Does it give anything away? No. Who's the main antagonist? Uh who's well, the bad guy? It's I mean, if yeah, this is not a spoiler because it's in a trailer. It's a spoiler for somebody who hasn't seen the trailer, but it's Zod. Well, it's okay. It's, it's Zod. Zod. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. That doesn't spoil anything for me. Yeah. What would like it would spoil me if you were like, um, like uh, yeah, and then they introduced this character in the DC world that like clearly is now they're gonna go that direction and that wasn't in the trailer. Then I'd be like, well, dude. Well, there was a trailer for Blue Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I don't even know who Blue Beetle is. DC character. I'd never heard of either, but kind of their version of... Um, that doesn't sound like a very good yeah. superhero. It's almost like the DC version of Venom. Uh, Symbiote. Uh, Somebody takes over a body. Yeah. yeah I'm not, mm, mm. I love Venom. I love the Venom like. Yeah, I didn't. Line. I didn't care for it as much as... The movie, I thought, was eh. Yeah, I'm saying the movies the, were like. Eh. I'm saying the Venom storyline. Sure. Like, I I love that aspect of the Spider-Man lore. Sure, I thought, I thought it was a great little addition. I didn't, I guess I didn't know. Ah, uh, yeah, I can see where it would be fun. I feel I feel like it's it lives in the world of a little Deadpool. Yeah, like it's not quite. It must be involved in every Spider-Man storyline. And then it could also live on its own. Like Deadpool can totally live on its own. Deadpool 3 is coming out soon. Were you telling me that? No, Nate was telling me that. Deadpool, like they moved up the release of Deadpool 3. Yeah, and it's going to include Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> they, well, I think you sent me like a, a screenshot yeah, I think or I something. Did. I something. did. Um. So back back to the top five here. Yeah. So we we know what, that your what are your we kid doing? has some weight. Um, somebody obviously jokingly rode a thousand pounds. Uh, what do you think the the smallest amount that the kit weighed? I'm gonna go with four pounds, and that's the fa- they they just consider their fanny pack. Yeah, we had a five. Kit. We had Ooh. a five pounds. What what do you have in that thing? Just some gloves and gauze. Oh yeah, water, but um. Donuts, uh-huh. <laughs> snacks. Oh, donut pads. I just got lots of snacks in my in my fanny pack. And somebody also wrote about one medium sized dog. About one medium sized dog. I'm gonna call that forty what's, pounds. What's Wally weighing these days? 
a cool, last time he was at the vet, a cool 68. Oh, that's a big boy now. He's a big boy. Damn. And he, yet he's like shorter than your dog. Yeah. I think, I think Graham's like 50, 52. Yeah. He's getting up there a little bit. Getting old. Yeah. Not as active. Curling up on that couch uh, even more than he used to. He's running two miles a day. But <laughs> that's nothing for him. Nada. It's nothing. Um, Jurassic Park is a classic for everybody. It's or not a cult it's not classic. A, it's not a cult classic. I would call it a classic. Oh, this is going to be a good pull. I would say a cult classic. It's almost. It's really like, going to be a good pull. That's the way you should draw it up. I think a cult <laughs> classic, by definition, is there was not a lot of hype. Didn't get a lot of press. Didn't get a lot of like loving while it, it was in the theaters, and then later down the road. People were like, "Wow, like that it, was a great movie." It became a it became popular because other people talked about it. Yeah, rather than it just being popular. I mean, Jurassic Park was, I mean, just a classic. Yeah, it might have even been like one of the highest grossing <clears throat> movies of all time before Titanic came out. I think it was. I like, wouldn't doubt it. Clerks is a cult classic. I agree. Clerks, perfect example. Apparently, Fight Club, Fight Club, like bombed in the theaters, yeah. and then it became like. Yeah. Every college guy had anything, a poster. Anything that was bigger on DVD than yeah. in the theater. I think cult classics, if college dorm rooms have posters of them, <laughs> I think that's like one of the requirements. It's definitely. Okay. Dazed and confused, for sure. Um, Hagen does, man. All right. We're going to do our F. Mary Kill, yeah. NA- NATA edition. And I think we've done this one once before, but we're going to do it again. Um, your name badges, Ooh. wearing a name badge in general. Badge. Um, so they had the they had lanyards at the convention. Yeah. So lanyards would be one. Uh, the sticky "Hello, my name is." Hello, like the just sticker you wear on your chest. Mm-hmm. And then what's the other thing called? The where you you put it in a, a plastic sleeve and it's got a pin and you put it through your shirt. A pin. We're just gonna call pin that name tag. a pin <laughs> name tag. You have to F one, marry one. Kill one. Honestly, I gotta kill the sticker. Oh, jeez, that's not true. Mm. I hate it. So, oh, Megan our, said, kill "Do you remember? Do you remember our name tags when we were athletic training students?" Yeah. Unfortunately, those, those yes. were pins, right? Is that were they pins? Uh, they, were pins. they were pins, and then they tried doing magnet ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And I don't know. I could not stand those things. Too heavy. Like, oh, my God. They were plastic. Like, they weren't just, like, clear plastic. They were, like, thick. Like, imagine putting, oh, gluing, yeah. like, three credit cards together, like, thick plastic. I, st- I bet I still have mine somewhere. Um, there's some good live stream comment. We got, we're all over the place, and this is going to be a good FMK. I'm going to marry the lanyard one, though. You're marrying the lanyards. Yeah. I every time I go to a convention that I have to wear a lanyard with my name on it, at first I hate it, and by the end of the end of the time, I'm kind of like I kind of like this. I had somewhere to store my business cards. Store yeah. business cards here. Go you sit know, here. I always know somebody's name. Like it's it hangs appropriately. It's never being hidden by like when somebody's wearing something that like a jacket or a sweater. The sticker. The reason I'm going to kill the sticker. As much as I would love that 
you know, you can you could change your name at any time. You know, you could you could write your nickname, whatever whatever you want to do. You could draw a funny picture on it, stick figures of I don't know, something fun. I can't tell you how many times I've been somewhere where you're supposed to wear a name tag and it just doesn't stick to me. Curls up. <laughs> Curls up. You're like, you know, like where where are you going to put it on your shirt that like you know it's not going to curl or it's not going to like get knocked around all the time. I, and I'm then, a little self-conscious about how straight it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, whoa. <Yeah. laughs> like, I Say know. that again. I'm a little self-conscious about how straight yeah. it is. That too. That too. Um, They got a pill for I the, hate, the other stuff. Though. I hate that. I hate it. However, I hate putting a hole in my shirt even more. Yeah. Hate the hole in the shirt. You got me you mean I got to I got to ruin a shirt because you don't know my name? At least it stays in one place. Yeah, technically that eh. I but I don't care. I don't care that much if somebody knows my name. You can call me anything you want. I kind of Do you care if somebody uses your name or not? No, I do not care if I, somebody uses my name, but I thought the people that know me will use my name. If you don't, it's okay. It's like at a convention though. Here's an it's idea. Pretty, it's pretty wildly nice. Here here you go. Introduce yourself. Hi. I'm Chad. Nice to meet you. We talked about this song. Shelly? Okay. I'll say that three times so I memorize it. Isn't that what you're, you're so, supposed to you're do? You're so three? good at names. I'm not. You're so sometimes yes, you are. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, you were, because I got down to the convention late, and Chad's like, oh, there's this person. Oh, there's that person. There's a difference, though. I run the social media for us, and I, I see all the faces. Uh, every Like, every time I like something, retweet, uh, tag someone, I'm seeing their picture. So I've seen, I've seen pictures of people a thousand times before I see them in person. Listen, all the people that are on the podcast right now, I came to NATA. Kevin, Chris. Well, Mike, you don't have a picture. Honestly, seeing them in person versus that picture, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's what you look like." Well, we I ran into how, Ben. We I ran know. into Ben, our, our ben, friend Ben Rockwell. Ben Rockwell. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus, Ben, like. I've had like phone. I've had like hour phone conversations with him before. <laughs> I'm like, I, f- I finally know what your face looks like in person. Yeah, but anyway, um, other than Kento, I knew Kento right away. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that that's not. That's, that shouldn't be funny. <laughs> no chance. That's not. Well, you Kento. just saw a guy and you knew he didn't pay his rent. I, Contento, like, Contento, Kento. That, that freaking guy doesn't pay his rent. And that looks like a guy who. He also looks like he runs marathons <laughs> for fun. Um, and he just had a smile, just a smile on his face. Kento Contento, that's his new nickname. Uh, right. So I right. will marry the lanyards too. I As much, kind of like them. You kind of like them. Yeah, I kind of like them. I like that they don't ruin your shirt. Mm-hmm. I like that I can just flip it over my shoulder. I like that I can store stuff in it. It's p- the most useful of the three. Now, what if okay? All right. So therefore, going, I'm there, therefore I'm killing the 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 name badge pin. Stick a hole in my shirt? No, I yeah. don't think so. Because one, you gotta I really get. Hate the stickers, you gotta. Though. Okay, how about this? How about this? 
I don't think I can Here's, fuck with the sticker. I mean, I can. I'm effing the sticker. Mm. You get it on just I wanna, right. I want to stick that pin sticker, stick yeah. in the pin. But here's the problem with the pin, the name badge. One, there's usually a, a plastic sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got to take it out, then fill it out, and then try and put it back in the sleeve, and then usually assemble it. It's usually weird. It's like, how did this? It's get like in a nine-step process to get your name. Known. I got it. I got it out of out of there. Like, how do how do I get it back in? <laughs> so, uh, let's see what the live streamers say here. Uh, Megan said, "Kill the lanyards, f the stickers, marry the pin." So she's the complete opposite of me. Uh, I hate lanyards. So useless. Um, Advertise. Ed said if the NATA lanyards get any lower We would be staring at each other's nether regions Which is fine That's yeah, fine You usually have I to pay for that And you, if you can do it for free It's okay Ed I noticed that right away too though They're low Like oh, How like, low can you go They're like at your belly button now Even How if you're like tall you go? Jesus Christ These are the lanyards for the NBA right Uh. Yeah uh, Riley said marry the badge Kill the sticker F the lanyard. The badge. That's what it's called. That's Chris said, kill the pin. Marry the lanyard. F the sticker. So Chris and I are locked. Um, Symbolical. Mike Hopper said, I have nameplates that are magnetic. Wear them about three times a year. Agreed. Huh? So silly. Um, too heavy. Uh, Ed says, stickers and pins both suck. I marry the lanyard because I accept it for what it is, but I know it can improve. They are low enough, though, so no one thinks I'm staring at your milkmaids. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Lanyard's trash. Annoying, itchy, always getting in the way. Stupid mm. little attachment that makes you look itchy. cool. Effing the sticker. Short-term sticks for a short time. Cheap. Um, hi, Chad. Oh, that's because I said, hi, I'm Chad. Uh, if you ever st- stab yourself with the <laughs> pins, I do it every time. Mike said he's awful at names, and that's okay. That's okay. Um... Business ideal. Make a I'm convention awful. t-shirt with name and employer on it. Huh? Make the shirt. So Ed wants like, I think Ed wants um, just a print. He wants a print. Right with on the shirt. Your name, your name and you your employer. Wear, you got to wear that shirt every day at the convention. Three-day convention. By, by the end of the convention, it's like, hmm, there's an interesting smell in this place. Oh, this is a really good question, Riley asks. Here's a side question about the name badges and the lanyards. How many ribbons from the ribbon wall were too many ribbons to put on the name (laughs) tag? You're like four deep. Professional, collegiate, emergent settings. I'm a leader, and I also know somebody who's famous. I did see four. That's too many. I saw a lot of twos, but I did see a four, and it was a little like. Do you want to know what? You want to know what my true opinion is? Because it's candidate athletic training? I really, really do. Get rid of it. Get rid of it all together. Should it matter? We're all athletic trainers. Isn't that what's important? Why are we building up barriers? Bad. Why are we why are we bad. segregating based on let's just all be athletic trainers and accept each other for once? I never really got the the ribbons. Like what so I understand why your name and then like what you're affiliated with. Because then People see, oh, Kevin Creighton, Structural Elements, Shorewood, Wisconsin. Like, how many people did we run into? And the it was really easy. Like, oh, like Connecticut. Like, where in Connecticut? Like, do you work? The ribbons. 
that's part of the conversation that you're supposed to have with the person. All right? Like, we're all athletic trainers. Why are we creating, like, well, I'm secondary school. Hmm. I don't think I'm going to talk to that person. I'm going to avoid them. I think you just have the conversation. And then, oh, like, so what, what brings you to the convention? Oh, I just want free stuff. Oh, I'm doing a talk tomorrow. Oh, about what? Yeah. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Let's let's tear was down also, the barriers. There was also no, no. What 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 was it called in Vegas? Emerging settings or something? I think it was called something else this year. Oh, was it? Because wasn't it the orange, it orange ones? Uh, Kyle said he's killing the pin, not putting a hole in my shirt or stabbing myself when the pick clip falls out. Uh, F the sticker, kind of annoying but easy. Marry the lanyard, easy to get on and off, and can use multiple times. If you're easy to get on and off, Kyle, you're not marrying. Oh, hey, hey. Um, they put a hole in your whole shirt. That's what she said. Luda. Uh, Kevin Joy said, marry the lanyards can always be good for keys. F the sticker, always good for a quick stick. Kill the pin, don't want <laughs> my nipples pierced. Stickers are basically one-night stands. <laughs> that they are. Thank you, Chris, for that. Now we're talking. Stickers are basically, I think, that's. I'm just gonna start that. Maybe I don't I, even know if I don't even know if they make it the one night. You know, they're what? just like they're like a quickie in the just, bathroom. Stickers are basically <laughs> one night stands. <laughs> yeah, nah, I want to ah, look at it. It's on there. Yeah. Um, is there enough ribbons to make it so the lanyard could touch the floor? Green jackets are enough of a segregator. Tell peeps your Hall of Fame. That makes sense. There were there were emergency setting ribbons. Yeah, there were. Um, I looked on that wall. I didn't see it. To, who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? Seinfeld reference. I don't know. I got fancy volunteer ribbon. Volunteers. <laughs> so I can't wait to have that exact same discussion next year. Because <laughs> is anything going to change? No. No. Yeah, uh, I guess that's the topic. Yeah. So let's 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 do, do that. Let's go. Topic? Let's go to the topic of the week. Okay. So NATA just happened. <laughs> if you didn't, that know. it did. Um, if you've been listening, and we put up a couple questions on social media, but Kevin, what was your favorite part? My favorite part, uh, by far, by far, putting names to faces, meeting people that actually listened to the podcast and hadn't met them in person yet. I mean, even though I, I didn't go last year. And I, I would say we have a lot of we have a lot of a different I'm trying to think real quick here from 2019 like Vegas when we got to meet a lot of, a lot of our listeners in person. Um, I'd say we have a, a lot of different listeners, like the hardcore, like listen every single week are on the live stream. There's a few holdovers from back in the day. Ed, for sure. I mean, you okay? <laughs> Something just happened to Chad. He almost I got, died. I got stuck right go. in the throat. That's the second time I almost choked on the live stream. There you go. Choke it down. Thing, <laughs> I was trying to cough choke, it out. Choke it down. Water everywhere. That's what she said. Where, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> so, it was nice to meet a lot of new people. And I think... My favorite, that's my favorite aspect of doing this. Um, 
we're very frank on the podcast. I don't really go to a lot of the, if any of the talks. Hopefully, you're not listening into NATA. Um, I looked on a lot of the ty- or like the schedule, and none of them were like, "Wow, yeah, I would, I would really like to go to that." So, interacting with other athletic trainers, really finding, I find it so cool. It's still so unbelievable to me that there are people across the country that listen to the goddamn podcast. (laughs) And then we get to say hi to them, like hopefully once a year, if not maybe more than that in the future. That's kind of my favorite. That's my favorite part. Yeah, we put up. I'm sure there's some other stuff that's going to come up. We we put up a poll right after. I said for those that attended NATA, what was your favorite part? You could vote for the CEU opportunities, the Expo Hall, the social events, or other. Uh, and for me, it was, um, oh, great idea, Kevin. For me, I would say the expo hall, but because it, to me, I was treating the expo hall as a social, the biggest social yeah. event is like, that's where the most amount of people were going to be. Everyone was going to go through there. I was trying to meet everyone. Um, you know, we did the, I did the AT ice cream. Um, we had our own little gathering, um, Walking around the expo hall and be like, hey, who are you? What do you do? Here's what we do. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Like having a quick conversation, um, having people tape thumbs to look like our logo. Mm-hmm. Stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing uh, Pokemon or, or medicine with people. Um, I think literally just introducing the idea of having fun while athletic being an athletic trainer and especially at a convention that a lot of people frankly are being a little stuffy at professional. Yeah. Um, I even, I remember, um, the first time we went to the convention together, I was really like worried about like, God, like what should I wear? Like, and then remember we, so we bought polos, we got custom polos made, we got the quarter zips made. And then, the day that we were doing the podcast, I think we just wore like what our white tees with. No, we didn't. Did we? It was the day before. The day before, we walked around wearing really like obvious, candid athletic training with a big thumb on it. And we, I'm sure we handed out like another 15 of them or something. And so many people were like looking at us like, what the hell is that? Also, some, some people were like, Oh my God, you guys are the Canada Athletic Training guys. And I think this convention, I went into it. I brought our polo and I brought I brought the quarter zip, but just as like, eh, maybe get a little chilly in there. But I loved just wearing a t-shirt. I just wore, I wore the baseball like three quarter shirt. Mm-hmm. The next day I wore just our black shirt with the new logo on it. And I felt so much more comfortable. I feel like other people were kind of looking at me like, man, I wish I wasn't wearing this polo right now. I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. (laughs) I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. That's from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, it is. Um, I don't know. Like, I I think there needs... Well, I I like being a little more casual in those situations for us because that's who we are. So 47% of the people voted said social event. Yeah. Uh, the comments said the people in the relationships talks outside the talks. So like just gathering in the hallway, uh, meeting other members and networking with colleagues. I mean, so this is truly about 
connecting with people. And I think I said this last year uh, or multiple times. I understand that to draw people to an event like this, um, the CEUs are important to get everyone together to learn and like, yeah. like, hey, if you want to spend money, <sighs> I I wouldn't have spent. I mean, we're networking for the yeah. podcast, and we're like, we're trying to meet people. But if I wasn't on this podcast, I would not spend the money to go there. Nobody, to get, nobody wants to do. CEUs. Yeah, nobody wants to do the CEUs. They want to just meet the people, but you have to have the CEUs available for people to want to like for, to give them a reason to go unless we're just going to have a, a candidate athletic training party. Yeah. You know, cause and say, Hey, we're not even going to do CEUs, but we want to just get everyone together and have a Woodstock. Yeah. You know, um, or, it's interesting cause everybody just enjoys the, the, the interaction. It is. I, Seven? I know, I know in everybody's heart that it's probably Unless you're very introverted, I guess. Sure. And you, you just really, you're really just going there. I want to go to these lectures. I want to learn more about my craft. I'm not really going to go in the expo hall because I don't really, I don't really like getting sales pitches from people. And I, I don't want, I don't want people to ask me like, Hey, do you want to try our new product? Like, come on over here. Like, that's not for everybody. Sure. And meeting, even meeting other athletic trainers isn't for everybody, but predominantly it's like what everybody likes the most. I think athletic trainers, for the most part, like talking to other athletic trainers. 17% said the CEUs, 22% said the Expo Hall, 47 social event, and 14% said other. And it was usually just the, the chatting. Um, so, after... Ed, the, uh, what? so what do you got? Uh, next conversation we had on social media... If you attended the convention, roughly how much money did you spend in total? Yeah. Um, around 2000 between flight, hotel, and registration. Uh, uh, 2000 for flight, car rental, dinners, and purchases. Probably $1,800. Um, I saw everything. Oh, here. I want to I finish this one. Yep. It says, this is um, the injured list. Yeah. Probably eighteen hundred, and it's how I met my wife. Also oh, at an AT convention, right. Saint Le- Saint Louis, twenty fifteen. My years of investing in the profession paid off, and I got my best friend out of it. So now it's a staple annual commitment. Work towards investing in the profession. That's met right. their wife at the convention. Maybe the best thing I heard. That's so super cool. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Victoria Morris said $100 maybe her trip was paid for. Uh, she attended many socials with open bars for her alcohol fix. Uh, Kyle Southall, when it's all said and done, around 1000 Uh Chris Padilla said 200 for the hotel, 15 bucks for food, and 45, 15 bucks for food over two days. Good for you, Chris. Chris is doing it. He's doing some intermittent fasting. 45 bucks on stuff I bought at the expo, so 260 Maybe he drank all of his calories. <laughs> Hopper said one k um, but he also drove so he could come visit some family before and after Kyle Rutledge. One million dollars. Um, Nate said about 1200 Kevin Joyce, too damn high. Uh, Tom Barkowski said about 1400 uh, Corey Smith said about 1750 850 covered by the employer, 900 out of pocket, 700 of which was the hotel. Carla, 2K. I wonder how much I spent at 
How much did I spend going to Vegas? Not counting food or gas, twelve hundred, including food, fifteen hundred. So I mean, we're talking. Well, majority of the people spent between one and two thousand dollars. At least, yeah. It's I mean, majority. Some people figured out how to make it very affordable. Some people have employers that will pay for them going or their membership fee to. I think two thousand dollars to go to a convention is it is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That's pretty it's pretty wild that one convention What's the most amount of CEUs you can get? I think it's twenty or something. <clears throat> I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe if you do all the the EBPs and stuff, maybe you yeah. can get more more than that. Um, but still, like that's a lot of money. And granted, not all of that is going to the NATA, right? You know, depending on what hotel you stayed at, depending on, you know, did you get a spirit flight or did you fly first class on Delta? Um, but when I really think about it, if you were if you're spending more than fifteen hundred dollars, probably to go to a convention, your national convention, and it's like you spend a lot of time networking, like. There's got to be a better way to do that. I wonder if I wonder if if membership only costs fifty bucks, and then entrance to the like the the actual conference was free, and all we did was still network and maybe get access to a bunch of CEUs because you had a fifty dollar membership fee. If there would be more people that would come, hopefully soon. Interesting. Maybe if it was hosted hosted by two individuals that are athletic trainers that like to laugh and have fun and meet a bunch of new people, maybe maybe that would be more successful. Oh, yeah. EBP is gone. What? EBP category is gone. Is it really gone? Yeah. Like, oh. It's like category A, B, C, D. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Next topic. For those that didn't go to the convention, what was the biggest barrier that prevented you from going? We got a lot of comments on this, so I'll scroll through it. Money, work. Uh, for me, it was money. Lots of money. Lots of money was number one. Uh, I have access to MedBridge, so work. So other than networking, there was no point. Plus, I'd rather take a vacation. Uh, chose PE hats. Professional oh, hockey yeah. athletic <laughs> trainer had their convention at the same you time. You went to class? Yeah. Um, Caitlin Place had a baby. Had a baby. Had a baby. Uh, Ed, had a baby. Ed, a had, Ed had some personal stuff going on. Uh, Megan Johnson cost time away from work and frustration with the NATA. Mm-hmm. Uh, cost location. Too many academics presenting on clinical information. Mm. Um, now this is a, a long one. Uh, money. I used to go almost every year shortly after I got out of school. It was great to catch up with your former classmates and professors, yeah. but when I switched to a job that wouldn't give reimbursement for anything, it was really hard to justify going. I do Money, feel like it's a lot cost. of students and then a lot of like older athletic yeah. trainers. Wedding season. Wedding, wedding season. That's, that's a real thing. Fifth year wedding anniversary. Cost. Employers do not reimburse. June football. Attended the isokinetic conference. Family and kids. Recovering from surgery. Cost. Out of way, Chris. Money. You know what we're talking about. Cost. Money. Um, Chris is going to start the, the first official Canada Athletic Training Club. 
where they all get together and listen to the podcast and eat sour patch kids. That's all you need to do. Just don't choke on it. There you go. And then we'll just take we'll take turns like traveling to other other places. Interest, money, time, and cost. Cost, uh, money, money. More hands-on lab-based CEUs. I'm on vacation in Hawaii. Real original. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) It's my second for getting Sarah Marshall. Uh, And it's a little more, but you get the gist. Have they they outpriced themselves? I mean, oh, and so then the the room, everyone, I kept asking, how many people are here? Um. Asked all the vendors, what have you heard? What's the number? Uh, the Somebody said 3,000. Somebody said 4,000. Right. The number I heard last year in Philly was 4,000. So what is that, like 6% of athletic trainers around the country? I, don't I mean, what is there, 60,000 athletic trainers? Not really sure. I don't, like, can we ever find that number? I know when we were in Vegas, they kept saying 45,000 NATA members. Yeah. So, like, we know a lot of people aren't members. So, but you have, well, you don't have to be a member to go to NATA. No. It's just, you just kind of silly. Yeah. I did ever, did I tell you my like paying story? No. Or the, oh, yes, you did. Yeah. I don't like, that was amazing. Like, and I'm a, so I went on and I'm a procrastinator. I do a lot of things like, ah, oh, that's right. I got to register for the convention. And I missed it by like, I don't know, a week or something of like pre-registration. And so I see that on the website. And like, I think pre-registration was like 345, something like that. And so I click and then like not, like it was almost $500. I think it was 495 if you didn't pre- pre-register, which is a lot. That and I'm like, lot. I'm like, listen, telling myself, this is technically a business expense. Um, it's before the podcast, you know, if it it really comes down to it, you know, maybe maybe we got a little we got a little junk, a little change in the in the the kitty that I can I can take some to recoup some of these costs. So I I click you know purchase and it charges me three forty five, and I was like, well look at that, that's pretty cool. I got a call the very next day. From the NATA, um, we need to talk to you about your purchase for the NATA convention. Um, unfortunately, you were charged the wrong amount. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And I eventually got them to say they're on, they were going to charge me. It was like 400. Like they they gave me half of what I was supposed to be. They paying. split the difference between what you what you did pay and yeah. what you were supposed to pay. Yeah, but they literally called me and said, "You need to give us more money." Or don't come. <laughs> like, holy cow. Yeah. Like, somebody was on top of it. Somebody was like, oh, that person didn't, they did not register at the right time. You charge them more. I'm like, all right. I, the part of me wanted to reach out to the NATA and be like, listen, as an athletic trainer, I understand I probably should, you know, I, I signed up later. Why don't we just not have, like, early registration and this and that? Like, just... Just make it a lower, easier price for all athletic trainers. So you're telling me that people walked up to the door, and when they registered, they said, "I'm going to charge your card four hundred ninety-five dollars." I paid. I paid at when I got to Philly. I paid there at the conference, and it's insane. The year before, that's a lot um, of money. So it looks like uh, comments on the live stream. 
Uh, Megan said NATA has less than 37,000 members now. Uh, according to Mike Hopper, BOC has 60,000 credentialed there individuals. That's a good, that's and a if good indicator. The, the rumor is we don't know what the truth is, how many people were at the convention. Some people are saying three, some people are saying four, some people are saying six. That's still less it's than 10%. Still, yeah. And maybe 10% now, is actually a good number. I don't know. Honestly, I thought it was well run. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with what they nope. did. I enjoyed myself. I thought everyone there, I thought the energy was good with the people that I talked to. I thought everyone who was there was um, super into it. And that's what it should feel like. Um, I'm guessing some of the vendors were a little disappointed that they didn't get to see more people. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're paying out the ass to have a booth. I'm not gonna like, and to some companies, it's just it's just built into what they do every year. But if you are one of these smaller companies that are trying to reach more people, I mean, you're talking thousands and thousands of dollars to have a booth at this place. And I get it; it costs money to rent the convention center. It costs money to buy lanyards. I got an umbrella. Did you get a free gift? No, yeah. I I didn't. I didn't That's technically because right. you weren't technically a registered person. I loved when that person was like, "Are you supposed to be here?" <laughs> Me, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, um, I am. I our really friends am. at Pax Bags, so check them out. PaxBagsUS.com. Um, Pax said they signed up to get a booth, and they could have like up to eight people there, and they only had two. And they're like, they reached out to us and said, like, "Hey, do you want to just go and be on our tab?" I was like, "Yeah." So I didn't pay. I just I just went, I didn't pay to go to the conference. I just technically was a vendor and walked around on behalf of Pax Bags US. So definitely check out, check out their stuff. Right. So. For sure. Pax guys. Yeah. And I mean, Kevin and, uh, Kevin and the, the gang came yeah. to our hangout. So that's cool. That they did. They just want to meet more ATs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in it to win it. So. Um, I do. Did think, you did you have yeah. a favorite booth in the expo hall? Other than healthy roster, I mean healthy roster packs. I mean we have affiliate, but like, did you did you have a booth where you're like, oh, that's kind of cool? Mm. I'm not sure. I am kind of. Going through the convention center in my head, nothing was like like wildly standing out. I did enjoy that ankle brace thing. Like that was the hydraulic ankle brace. Yeah, that was definitely like it was. It seemed like a good product. It seemed like all right. Maybe that maybe we're getting something here that we're. We're reinventing the wheel just a little bit here, but maybe this is possible. I have my questions about it, but at the same time, I think, I don't know, they were working with a lot of the NBA I do guys. Th- I do think it was the most unique product. Yeah. Like, that one That one stands out. I'm trying to think, like, not like, nobody, like, wowed me with, like, a new tape or Howie's is great. They're cool guys. Kind of fun to hang out with them. Um... A couple people are saying D3 tape. That was... I didn't see it. 
D3 tape, I think, was that the South African guys, maybe? I don't, I don't know if I'm right on that one. We did a thumb tape there, randomly, pulled yeah. somebody up. I think that might have been D3. I don't know. You're right. I, again, bad with names, <clears throat> bad with, like, remembering the names of products. Do you have a, did you have a favorite one? Uh, I kind of did like the, um, the table tablet, um, yeah, that was the D3, the South African guys. Um, the tablet, the cadaver oh, yeah, yeah, tablet yeah. was kind of yeah, cool. That was kind of cool. That guy was really nice. Yeah. Um, that was cool. I, the one thing I didn't, and I didn't really want to get too far into it because obviously yeah, we, we were, weren't going to buy it. Yeah. But why, and if anybody's listening and they have a good app, why is there not an app for fascia? Like, why Why do we not, like, any of these anatomy apps and, like, even that table cadaver thing, at no point did I see him removing fascia. Yeah, which and is... And I was like, that's, like, one of the most important things in the entire body. And we just don't really, <laughs> we don't have it. We don't have it on apps. I want to see it. Mike says those guys better be cool. 80,000. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. He gave us the whole spiel. It was wild. Yeah. So. Um, Thank you, Megan. What did I miss? Active armor. She, I think anatomage is a. Oh, yeah. App. Active armor splints. I don't remember that one either. Um. So, yeah. Or is and, that. Or no, that was the table. Yeah. Yeah, that was the table. Never mind. You got anything else on the convention you want to go over? Um. No, I mean, I think we hit a lot of the stuff. I mean, I this listen. I think young athletic trainers. I think it's it's a really valuable place to actually go and hear some talks. I think they do a a much better job of having workshops than just sitting in lecture halls and hearing the same things over and over and over again. I mean, I saw an entire room. I walked past it, and everybody. And I think it was like rethinking ankle rehab or something. I have no idea what they talked about, but every single person in that room had their shoes and socks off and they were working on feet, like foot exercises. That alone, to see that going on at a convention, that's wonderful because I think we're in a phase of taking care of humans that people want to explore new fun ideas that might be quote unquote out of the box. And I think for years, the NATA and all all of the associations were very afraid to bring that in and have somebody that wasn't your typical stuffy PhD person talking about um, this is what a slap tear is. And to see that going on, I think is great. And so I, I will give the NATA, NATA credit that it is getting, I think that kind of stuff is getting better. I just think, it's kind of a dangerous time right now because everyone's so used to like Zoom calls with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. To, to to get people back into the learning hands-on environment is really important. We actually had a yes. conversation with the ART people about that. Correct. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think there's uh, some serious value that like we as athletic trainers need to not forget and I think other athletic trainers need to maybe start trying to get back to like in-person 
learning of CEUs and like hands-on skills and maybe going through the paces, you know, go take a BFR class and actually feel like, feel what it is like to put your patient through BFR or what it feels like to get ART or what it feels like to get, um, you know, maybe some alternative ways to do joint mobilizations, whatever it is. Uh, and I think, I hope that the NATA starts accepting non-athletic training, continuing ed worlds. Like, why not have NATA be a little bit of a, a chance to bring in more strength conditioning and more, um, like, even chiropractic or even bring in some PTs or bring in, I mean, why can't NKT be at the NATA? Like, why can't there be an NKT, like, teaser, one-hour one hour class for, of NKT? Right? Well, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> exactly. And I think NATA, if you want to try to do it, go for it. But I think why, like, and if maybe because there's too much, like, uh, advertise, not advertising commercially, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that people are trying to sell a product then, and then maybe there's conflict of interest. I don't know. People always say that at the beginning of their talks. At the same time, those like those people have spent their life like building these systems that might be really beneficial to athletic trainers. And why not invite that into our world instead of saying like, nope, the only people that are allowed here are students that have written research papers and PhDs that have written research papers. Like, I don't know, it's tough. It's, I, I think it's a really tough thing. And, I mean, even I did. Me and my company applied to give a talk, and they were like, no, you're, no, I don't think we're going to do that. And it's because they saw us more as a, I think, commercial. Like, they, we're trying to drive business. And like, no, like, we're trying to expose athletic trainers to another way of evaluating the body. And I think that would be a really valuable thing for a lot of people to know. Anyway, no, I don't have anything else. Do I'm you? just I'm just scribbling notes, thoughts. Yeah. Uh, there's so many good ideas flying right now. You, some of the live streamers, I'm just trying to write things down to remember what our goals are. Um, but no, overall, I was. I'm glad I went. I'm glad uh, we were there. I, I was just happy to meet people, uh, meet companies that are looking to, you know, reach ATs. I think there's so. I, I don't know. I think at the root, it the purpose is there. Do some tweaks need to be made? Sure. Uh, but overall, I think it's still a, a cool thing to do. And hopefully, if you're an athlete trainer and you've never been to one, you plan on getting to at least one at some time in your career. So, Kev, I'll teach you how to do some massage therapy. So, um, no, that's it. That's all yeah. I got. Okay. So, again, yeah, let's shut it down. Let's shut her down. Well, you know, thanks for listening. Our yeah. recap of the NATA. And, you know, thanks, Healthy Roster. Thank you to our bar. Thank you to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. Thank you to Human Kinetics. Thank you to SmartToolsPlus.com. Just got my BFR cuffs in the mail. I can't wait to play around with them. Um, head over to the website, CandidateAthleticTraining.com. Leave us your suggestions for any kind of topics, top fives, all of the above. Anything else for the folks? 
No, All I right. think uh, Thanks for listening. Peace. we'll see you in July. Bye.